0: Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. It is my pleasure to have Erica Williams with us today. She is a runner, and I am so excited to hear more about her journey. So welcome, Erica.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. So glad you could be here with us today. And before we jump into our discussion, Erica, if you would want to give listeners just a little more background on who you are.
1: Yeah, I am a 41-year-old woman. I have two kids, a husband and... I am an African-American running activist.
0: I love it. Awesome. Um, Well, I love all those things. Um, I am about your same age. I'm a little older, a little older, but just a couple years. (laughs) And I have four kids, so we can relate on those things. Um, And ARC, I don't know if you read a lot about ARC, um, Active Resolute Connected. Um, We aim to bring women of every shape, size, color, race, ethnicity to running Um, and just partners with Black Girls Run um, recently. So I don't know if you're involved with them, Erica, but we'll have to hook you up with JL and her squad. Do you, are you involved with them?
1: I absolutely am. I did the um, erase racism I Had a virtual partner in North Carolina. It was, that was pretty dope. I think I've done another thing with them, but I'm not sure. I think it was the spring thing, but yeah, I love them. I'm actually, I go to their Facebook page and Instagram page all the time.
0: Great. It's such an awesome community um, and so many fantastic women. So I'm glad to hear that. Um, and I wish I could have uh, uh, participated in the Erase Racism. I had a foot injury. I'm finally back. I'm finally back. But um, I was not. I had to take some time off running. So that was a, that was a mind twist for me. But um, back up at it. So anyway, but I want to hear about your journey. And tell us a little bit, Erica, about how you got into running and, you know, what brought you to this space of, you know, sort of being an activist. As well for um, African American runners.
1: Absolutely, I, um, I've always wanted to kind of coin myself a runner, um, but I was never um, as consistent as um, as now um, to kind of shape and mold my body into a runner's form to kind of get the get the progress and the results that I wanted. Yeah. So- I started going to the doctor as I got older, you know, my physicals every year kept coming back with my lab results, just in terrible ranges with regards to cholesterol. So when I turned 40, I feel like something just kind of clicked because in my 30s, I was, I belonged to a gym and I lost about 30 pounds and I was running on the treadmill, but it was never anything as serious as it is now. So I started slowly. I went to the doctor um, last year in July, I got a physical and then I got my results. My results were... Um, horrible. And essentially, I needed to turn around the way I was eating. I needed to get more active. Just a lot of stuff that I had to improve in my life. So I started very slowly. Um, I pulled out some shoes, the Nike shoes I had in my closet. In the Midwest, we called them dope mans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Those black shoes, I pulled them out and um, I went up to the Washington Stadium uh, in uh, Maryland uh, where the Washington football team plays. And I just started run walking around that stadium. Um, nice. and it was hard. Yeah. That's only about 0.70 miles once around. So I would walk, run, walk, run. And the, the more I did it, um, I just had to wake up and intentionally I had to make myself go and do it. So I was like, I need to start an Instagram page for accountability. Cause if I post every day, I know that it's knowing me and how I work programs don't work for me or, um, none of the other stuff works for me. It's more so goal driven and I need to work out for you know, to do something, to get kind of like, um, I don't know how you explain it. But, um, like I wanted to have little mini goals as I worked along and I didn't want my weight loss just to be just a weight loss journey. I wanted it to be something more. So I started running and I loved it. I had some hiccups along the way. I lost a couple of toenails. Yeah. <laughs> I had to try out different shoes. But uh, the more I did it and I started to lose slowly, I, that's when I started to work in diet changes and just making sure that I was consistent. Some days I woke up and I was crying. I did not want to run, but I made myself run. And looking at Instagram was my motivation. Um, And then realizing um, actually through Instagram and through so many amazing runners I follow. And when you listen to some of their interviews, they're like, motivation is not necessarily something I like to hang on to. It's more so discipline. And I Mm -hmm. kept hearing that more and more. And I was like, yes. It's discipline that gets me up. But when I started running, I loved, I fell in love and I just I never turned back. And something clicked in me and it just changed. It was like a ripple effect of so much stuff changed inside of me, who I was. I started to put myself first and I started to enjoy that. I started to look forward to my long runs because I could think about so much stuff. And I thought about past relationships, current relationships. I'm just running and I'm thinking about so many aspects of my life and it really helps me make a lot of, just changes it was like a ripple effect just changes in my life as a whole running has been a blessing I've met so many amazing people who who have miles and like who do miles in like eight minutes and seven minutes it's amazing and so every day I get up and I run and I just it's almost like as I'm running it's a mental timeline I'm just remembering those posts and all the uh, congratulatory you know posts that I get or comments that I get it really serves as motivation and just helps me go and my playlist is dope
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you got to share some of your songs with me then um, but i yeah, I love so many of the things you were just saying I think that it's really important for people to realize, like you said, that running can have a ripple effect that maybe we started because, you know, we're ready to take some of the weight off or whatever the motivation is. But, but like you said, it really, there are so many changes that come about and it's not just physical um, changes. It's mental changes too. It's that confidence and so many aspects of ourselves that, that sort of grow and change and, um, and, Improve, And when we put aside that time to take care of ourselves, I think it makes such a difference, like you said. Um, I love this this line of thinking about discipline um, rather than motivation. I really love thinking about discipline as well. And there is one interview, oh man, I always talk about it, but it's a, she's a runner out of New York City, um, a really fantastic runner and now coach. Um, and she talked about discipline and it always goes through my mind, Erica. She talked about how if we really want something, even no matter how hard, hard it is. If we change the way that we approach it, if we have better discipline, we might have to be better at everything we do, right? Our time management, our meal right. planning, like uh, you know, managing everything else in our lives, etc. But we can do it, and just the idea that there's all, that's always possible—that we can always call ourselves to a greater level of discipline for the things that are important to us—I think that's so cool. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I love that you talked about that, and I love that you talked about how it's sometimes we as mothers and women um, do not put ourselves first. Um, Absolutely. and it doesn't, it's not to say that, you know, we only, we only think of ourselves, but it, we have to, you know, take care of ourselves first. So then that we can take care of others. It makes us better to serve the people in our lives. And I love that, that line of thinking as well. So gosh, thank you for sharing that, all that awesome stuff. Um, you're of such, course. yeah, you're such a testament to, um, the, you know, the power of running and, um, the power that we have as women. Um, to take yeah. care of ourselves, you know. Um, so along those lines, speaking of women, um, you know that I love talking about, um, you know, how we can lift each other up and the power that we as women have to help other women in our lives. And um, I know you mentioned that a lot of people have been in your path helping you along. Do you want to share any particular story or any way you've, you've witnessed the power we as women have to help one another?
1: There's so many. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> well, the one thing that I really loved, um, I have... Uh, some of the folks on, on my Instagram reached out. I believe it's the HBCU STEM page. They, folks reach out with regards to different races that are coming up, different programs they think would be great for me. Even if I don't um, participate in that point in time, they still kind of hold me accountable and say, I'm just checking in to see if you, if you need anything, if you're interested in this. we got this coming up. So people kind of check in with me because they see me post, which I love, and the women on there, are so amazing. Um, Their messages are everything in their comments and some of the programs that I've seen and that I've been offered and follow, these women come on and they truly have a completely different mindset when they're done because when they come in, everybody has this type of attitude, like, can I do this? People are reluctant. They're a little nervous when you start a social media type of program. But then as you keep up with them and you see them progress, it is so inspiring. Sometimes it moves me to the point of tears because (laughs) I've had so many women. um, Just tell me how much. They're proud of me and it means a lot. It's it's weird because when you're running, you really do think about so much stuff. It's really a mental battle. And like when you're running a 10 miler or a 12 miler and you want to stop so bad. That's all I can think about is the encouragement that I get on a daily basis from women who are running miles in seven minutes. Or I mean, I'm getting encouragement from women that are amazing at marathons, and that means so much. Cause I'm like, if you, if you give me the support and you tell me that I'm able to do this, it means that I actually have the ability to move forward and to progress in a way that I know I can, as long as I keep at it. So the encouragement from people that are to me, ultra marathoners that are, um, just phenomenal runners and that have competed in so many marathons around the country. And they're giving me that support and letting me know when I started, I couldn't do this or I started here too and just slowly progressed. That brings me so much hope for my future, for my running future. And so in turn, I want to pay that forward. So anytime I can uplift women, (laughs) I have to support them. I have to support people, especially people that get on Instagram and they may be reluctant to share, or they have a bad day, even a bad workout, but they post anyway, it's that, that gets me hyped because it tells me that regardless of the day, time, or your mood, whenever you get some activity in and whenever you run and put yourself first, you will always feel some type of relief, some type of uh, stress relief. And I think that the support that we get from other people is extremely important, just as important as being disciplined. Because this running and this fitness life, you cannot do it on your own. It is That's hard. That's right. That's right. Especially, oh, it's, yeah, go ahead. I started at 259, my weight, and now I'm about at 183. But that kind of. Um, insane. Made- Amazing work. Yeah. And it's it's truly every day I have to make the intention. I have to intend to do the right things because I love food. I love to eat. And I said I will not deny myself anything in this process because I will end up hating it. So at the end of the day, I had to to learn about the types of food that I needed for my osteoarthritis. I had to actually take time and educate myself about what I'm putting in my body and learn how to portion control and and be kind and allow myself grace. And sometimes that can be hard.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I just love all this. And I I can just feel like the love radiating from you when you're talking about the women out there that are supporting you. And it, it brings me to tears too because I think sometimes this... You know, even the running community can be intimidating and also social media um, can be intimidating. And just to hear and I experienced it, too, that just the authentic love from other women means so, so much. And it just has such power. This power of connection, I think, is more powerful than almost anything else. Um, And when we encourage each other and build each other up. It yeah. just, I mean, I, I think anything is possible. So I also think that the things that we say to others just says a lot about who we are as a person. So, um, you know, I think paying it forward, like you said, and um, just continuing to to try to be loving to all of those out there um, that we come in contact with, whether it's in our day-to-day activity or it's, or it's on social or Instagram or whatever else, it just, it can make such a big difference. And I just, what? I love hearing that feedback from you. And so anyone out there listening today, don't think that it goes unnoticed <laughs> A positive comment, Absolutely, a little love.
1: Yeah. You know, when people post the workouts and they're disappointed with, I feel like that's even that's even more an opportunity to let people know the, this happens. They, yeah. you, have, you have shitty workout days some days. Time, yeah. time to, every, and when people say every run is different, that couldn't be more true. Every Just because I was able to do six miles in an hour and eight minutes today, tomorrow I may be not be able to finish four miles. Every run is truly different. I think that's the most fascinating part of running is that to remain consistent in your pace, you have to remain consistent in running. If you miss too many days of running, you will have to kind of slowly work back up to where you were. That's right. Yeah. When people crappy workout days, I feel like it's my job to let them know this happened. at least you got some movement and you have to look at it like that because if you don't, the next day you want to get up and run, if you have that negative attitude, you're just it's it does nothing for you. Running is 50% to me, it's almost 90% mental. Yeah. You have to get your mental game on point or you will not be able to to finish, get your goal. So I think that's important for people to understand too, is that regardless of whatever day you had with regards to workout or running, just try to get up and do it again. That's
0: right. Yeah. You know, and this is so analogous to life too. Like, and this is why running helps us to build up that grit we need for our challenges in life, right? It's like, you know, every day is different. The challenges are different. You know, the other thing that's interesting about this too is that, um, you know, we don't know, we don't really know what everyone else's running journey is like. We don't know what their runs are like from day to day. I mean, sometimes we see, I I personally, I like to see positive pictures too. And you know, that doesn't bother me. I know that people struggle. um, But just knowing that everyone out there every run is not a good run, and every run is not easy. Um, just like right. every day is not easy. And we all are kind of battling through that. So I agree, the authenticity to be able to share that is pretty awesome. But also the grit and perseverance we develop in those in those hard runs that we can use um, in our day to day challenges, um, I think is really valuable. And um, speaking of that, yeah, I would love to hear, you know, I love to think about these mental skills that we learn from running and how we use them in our day to day life. So for you, Erica, when you have a bad day, um, what mental skills do you find yourself drawing on that help you through?
1: Um, Essentially, it's uh, the only person I'm disappointing is me. Because you have to look at it like, why did you... I have to look at why did I begin? Why did I start this? And who am I quitting on? And I think about um, so many times people didn't believe in me or people didn't support me. And I'm thinking, I can't do that to myself. I have to believe in myself if nobody else is going to. And it's just so many different type of pep talks, mental pep talks you have to give yourself... In the first mile, just like in the sixth mile, just like in the tenth mile uh-huh. and in the twelfth mile, it's about making sure you speak positive into your heart and to yourself because we could be our biggest critic. Uh, so when I'm scrolling and I see these wonderful runners and they have seven-minute miles, eight-minute miles, nine-minute miles, I'm like, whew, my goal is a 10-minute mile. Right. <laughs> and I'm I've got the 10 minute, 50 seconds or 10 minute, 45 seconds. And I'm like, I'm pretty damn proud of that. I worked hard. I started at a 15 minute mile. So essentially I have to use those awesome people that have these great miles. I use that as, like I said, a catalyst and a motivation to speak positiveness into myself. Like I will reach that. I just have to continue. You just can't quit on you, especially when I want to quit I had a trainer who was amazing. His name is Michael Ellis, and he helped me the first time around I lost weight. And he's um 70 something, and he is in phenomenal shape. He is just um life goals, period. His he's amazing, he's got an amazing aspect. But he would always yell when he was training me, don't you quit on you? And every time I want to quit, I just think of that.
0: Yeah, I love (laughs) that. Don't you quit on you? I I love it.
1: everybody else can quit on you but don't you quit on you and i'll never forget he was the best trainer i've ever had and he was just an older gentleman and he is amazing he just just really helps me understand that i'm doing this for i'm not doing this for anybody else i'm not doing this for the accolades the congratulatory post anything i'm doing this for me if mm-hmm. i quit on me then Thing. you got nobody else to blame but yourself
0: that is so and- right yeah it's so powerful too i think because um you know we could i love how you say that you use all everyone's achievements as to fuel your own fire um and i, I mean you know that is just if, if everyone could get that sort of get understand that how to do that and rather than feeling resentful or comparing yourself or giving yourself you know negative talk i, I think that would change everything don't you
1: Yeah. I also follow this woman named Nakia Homer and her quotes. I try to put them at the end of my, they speak life into my body. Oh my gosh. Life and love. Tell us who it is. What's her handle? Her name's Nakia Homer. She's amazing. Okay. I just love her motivational. She has motivational mantras for the week. And so um, one of them that I love, it says, when you know who you are, so will everybody else. And I was like, whew. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was like, "Yes, yes, God, that spoke love into me." Yeah, because <laughs> it's so true. It's like when you truly know who you are and you can walk in your authentic self. Ooh, it just brings me so much joy to know that. Like, I feel like I'm at that point right now and yeah. running. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so emotional.
0: No, it's good stuff. I mean, and I think I think another takeaway here that I hear coming from you, and that you clearly understand and embrace, is the power that we have to to speak positively to ourselves, to encourage ourselves, to build ourselves up. Because I think that a lot of us don't even realize the negative talk we have going on in our head and a day to day, you know. Uh, manner where we're just talking, we're saying negative things, and we just have to, like you said, we have to speak positively to our own hearts, and yes. and find that encouragement. Um, it just, it really can change everything. Um, and I, you know, I speaking of encouragement, I know some of some of the quotes on your feed have been really encouraging too, and I <laughs> love how you talked. You you posted a while back in the beginning of July about, and I wanted to put this out for the listeners. Um, you know, as we move towards wrapping up, I have a few little um rapid fires for you, but. You, you know, you posted a quote that said, um, you know, it's July and we have six months left in 2021, 184 days, 4,416 hours, 200,064, 960 minutes. That is a lot of time. People, anyone out there listening, you have plenty of time, right?
1: Hashtag perspective. I was like, well, damn, I can still, I got this. I mean, anything I can still make, you know, create new goals. I got this. it just have to look at it through a different perspective you know you have all the time in the world to achieve your goals you just have to start that's the thing you just have to begin but that's scary you know like I this is the scariest thing I'm gonna start marathon training January 1 2022 and I'm scared as hell I am so scared to think about 26.2 miles That just sounds so intimidating I've watched Brittany runs a marathon so many times, and I cry every time. <laughs> she comes around because to be at, to, to run a marathon is the ultimate goal. Oh my god, I love that
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do it, Erica. I know you are. I can tell. Um, you're gonna get there, um, and I think it's gonna be incredible. We'll be excited to watch that journey. Um, and thank you for sharing so many pieces of insight that I think are going to be very valuable to people out there right now that are listening and maybe considering coming to the running community or maybe in a rut or just feeling, you know, down. I think that so many tips here to kind of turn things around and really start um, speaking positively to yourselves and, and taking time for to yourself for yourselves and all of these things that we can do just to I mean, ultimately, right, this is about living a vibrant, happy, healthy, fulfilled life. And this is what we're wanting for people. So um, super awesome. Well, as we're wrapping up I just have a couple quick little questions I love to like put a little more positivity out there as we close the episode so first off will you share just a couple simple little things in your day-to-day Erica we're gonna learn more about Erica that bring you joy
1: oh yeah my foam roller (laughs) nice nice. I love it Uh, my Peloton of course that's fitness related um but of course my family I'm obsessed in love with my with my daughter and my son, uh, Terry and Ruby—they're my bonus kids, but they're mine. I love them so much. Aww. My husband, or, I think that um, me and my husband have gotten to uh, such an amazing place, and we have so much work to do. But we, there's a better understanding, I think, between us. So I'm looking forward to how running has can't. Continue improve in that aspect of my life with regards to my family. My family is super supportive. My nephews, my mom, my sister, my family. I'm just I, they all bring me joy on a day to day basis when I hear their voice because we live so far from each other. My mom's getting ready to move to Dallas and I live in Maryland, so things
0: like that. I love it. It's so great. I can tell your cup is just overflowing and it's awesome. Um, and that's my choice, you know, you have to choose to yeah. be grateful for the things in your life. Um, and I think that that I mean again, that that's another little you know way that we can really shape our lives towards happiness is choosing to be grateful yeah. for all the blessings that we have, you know.
1: Um, we
0: take <Yeah>. Cake. Yes. I love it. I know one time I came on and said bacon. I, I, don't, I was talking to someone and I'm, I'm like, don't touch me, bacon. Um, right. Anyway. Um, okay. So last one, and this is going out to all the listeners today. Okay. And it's a complete the sentence. And so Erica, complete the sentence for me. Never forget
1: who you are. Yeah. Who you are and what your purpose is. Never forget who you are.
0: Oh, so good. Love it. Um, never forget who you are for sure. Um, and never forget how beautifully and perfectly made you are, and you know how precious you are, and be kind to yourself. Um, all of those things. Yeah. Well, I have enjoyed talking to you so much. I want to talk to you more about ARC offline because I would love to have you involved. Okay.
1: Can I just tell the runners? That are listening, if you're a beginning runner, allow yourself grace and time. Okay, and be forgiving. Grace, time to be forgiving. You will get there.
0: Ah, oh, love it. Yeah, and why don't you share for us too, Erica, how the runners, um or anyone who for that matter, um, could follow you if they're interested in learning more about your journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They can follow me on running with e underscore seventy nine at Instagram. Fantastic. And then same with TikTok. It's the same username running with E underscore seventy
0: nine. Nice. Um, so I encourage you listeners to go out and follow Erica. Um, clearly she um has a heart full of positivity, and inspiration. And um I have loved talking with her. So thank you again. Thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And listeners, um, thank you for coming on this ride with us today. I am sure that you got some new perspective and some good insight into ways to be more positive in your life. And remember some of the things that Erica said. Um, There were many, but one that I'm going to leave you with today is this. Don't forget to speak positively to your heart. Um, You are precious and you can do great, great things. We believe in you. We believe we are so much stronger together. Let's lift each other up, connected, we can
1: rise.